Welcome to the More Than Therapy podcast via www.morethantherapy.org, where we do more than therapy and you get thoughts of the day, interviews with extraordinary people, coping skills and strategies, and so much more. Get it? Find out more at www.morethantherapy.org. Cloud. And welcome to another episode of More Than Therapy. Today, we bring back our all-time favorite guest, Sabria <laughs> Dobbins. Sabria, how you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, wonderful. Thank you for having me again. Well, we only brought you back because we have some concerns. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh. Nah, just playing. But nah, not for real. I really do have some concerns. <laughs> but we're gonna start <laughs> off with this. Your agency that we spoke about on the last episode, and if you haven't seen it, please um, go back to the archives and look at Sabria Dobbins' interview, one of the most amazing, vibrant interviews that we've ever had on the um, show. And not saying that the other interviews weren't good, but they all have their own energy to them. And this one had a different energy that still shines to this day. Thank you. But with that being said, pandemic. Yes. Has did a karate chop. What the? Yes. Of unparalleled precedence, which definitely <laughs> impacted what you do. Can you t- tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So imagine launching a a mental empowerment, mental wellness retreat company a year ago and having fully booked a retreat to Kenya that was supposed to take place in July and it absolutely be swiped away. Um, That was my experience when this pandemic hit. My entire company, it felt like it was going to blow up my face. It was the most emotional few months that I had ever gone through since launching Project Passport. Um, so it definitely took a hit. All the um, the mental wellness retreats that we have planned, all Iceland, Bolivia, all that has been postponed until further notice because we don't know how things are going to change. Um, but we have made some changes. And um, do you want me to talk about them a little bit? Where are we kind of going from here? Well, before we go into the changes, oh, I guess that was what we were talking about. Because it changes. How have you adapted to this virtual world, to this social distancing world? regarding your agency? See, yes. So when it first started, I'm not going to lie, I was about to just, you know, take a break from everything. I had to actually take a hiatus because my mental health really was being impacted by everything. Um, But during that two-week hiatus, something changed. I don't know what it was. I, I guess it was just taking time away and opening my mind, but something ticked in my brain. And I decided that I wanted to figure out how could I bring the dynamic retreat activities that we do to people through the camera. So I was like, you know, I already have these activities planned out. I already have these different concepts when it comes to um, self-care, stress, productivity. And I said, you know, where, how can I bring that same energy and experience to people behind the camera? So this Mm -hmm. is when we decided to launch our virtual retreats which has been amazing, much, much more amazing than we could could have ever, ever expected, to be honest with you. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Tell me, how amazing, what's so so amazing about a virtual retreat? Do you you. send aromatherapy kids to their house and they smell the plants and smell the beach? I mean, explain that to me. That's a good idea. I like that. That actually is a good idea, (laughs) believe it or not. And I actually have an aromatherapy kit coming in the mail. So that actually, (laughs) 
That's a good one. So, you know, the big thing I do is I utilize Zoom. So I make sure to use all the features that Zoom has to offer. So that means breakout groups, the polling feature. Um, you know, we actually send them virtual packets via email prior to the retreat. So they have, you know, the diagrams and the charts that we're going to be working on. So they can actually print them out for themselves. Right. Uh, we, we really try to help people feel like they're part of a family. And I'm not going to lie, I just did a retreat um, this past weekend and it felt like a family. People were opening up about their life experiences. People were sharing some of their, their hardships and we were actually working together to help bring some solutions to their lives as a team, as a group. Right. And these people did not know each other. Right. So I think bringing not only the, the virtual activities and things to the table, but also bringing my personality and right. bringing my authentic self has changed how we do virtual retreats. You know, people think that you stare at a PowerPoint for hours and you want to hop off, by, you know, as soon as it ends. That is not how my <laughs> retreats end. Most times I have to tell people it's over, you got to go, you know, because of that <laughs> dynamic. And it's such a blast for all of us. And honestly, you know, I think that people don't realize just how impactful taking things virtually can be if it's done right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. But there was one thing that caught my eye, which caused <laughs> my executive producer to want to bring you back to talk about. You changed the focus of who you serve. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yes, yes. So that was actually something that occurred during my hiatus. So I, I went through like this. You ever seen the movies when it's like they go in this journey and expedition, um, eat, pray, love type stuff? That's how it felt, even though it was just two weeks. It really mm -hmm. felt like some kind of expedition. So I ended up, you know, taking the time and really looking at my business and breaking it down from the core. Because, you know, when everything had happened, I didn't know if we were going to be able to still stand. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. So I had to break my business down piece by piece to figure out how can we truly be remain authentic to who we are and talk to the people that we want to speak to. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that a lot of my business was by, you know, really women were really drawn to the work I do. You know, women, I had women, you know, reaching out to me saying, oh my gosh, thank you for, you know, the one-on-one -on -one we had or the mini retreat that you did because now I'm using this at my job with my staff. I'm using these 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 concepts to, to get a new job now because now I feel right. more empowered. So I said, you know what? We need to go ahead and re-pivot our services to truly do more because if we're, we're focused to women, we can do even more for them because we know exactly what they want to hear, what they need to hear, and how we can serve them. And plus, I mean, I'm a woman, so that does help. But um, that's kind of what made me decide to go that route, and, and it's been amazing so far. I see. <laughs> <laughs> but let me put a big butt in there. Like it's a big butt. So while most of our services are geared towards women, that does not hinder the virtual retreat aspect. So some of our virtual retreats and events that we do, especially the public ones we do in partnership with NAMI, those are open to all. Because we do have men that do appreciate what we offer and that they do really love the services we do. So don't fret. We do have other options. Okay, I thought when you said, you know, it's a woman-focused agency now that it was just like, ah, we're fem.com, fem we don't deal with men anymore. <laughs> it kind of felt like that. It just felt very boom in your face. I was like, I was like, <gasps> I, <had plans> <laughs> I felt so hurt. 
<laughs> no, no. And and we, what we did is we tried to soften the blow, especially in our email. We kind of let people know, especially the men on there saying there are still some events for you because we have a lot of men on our email list too. So we let them know, you know, of course, share this with the women in your life that you love, but just know that there are some events um, that we'll offer to men. So for example, um, if we have, when we have around the world of mental health, which will hopefully happen, you know, maybe early next year or so, you know, that'll be open to the entire public. But, you know, for a retreat to Kenya, that'll probably stay to women. So it just, you know, the retreat oh, I get it. Person, so retreats yes. are like yes. lady based that way you don't have to worry about maybe the dynamics and the logistics yeah. separating men and women versus the trainings or conferences that you have locally, when you, especially when you coordinate with other agencies like NAMI and morethantherapy.org, that um, yes. those are more open to the public so they won't have such a, a woman theme. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're, we're, we're pretty flexed. Like I said, you know, what, our verbiage speaks to women a lot more, of course, but no, we don't want men to ever feel like that they cannot come to us. We have an open door and open hearts in all the work that we do. So don't worry, okay? <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, I guess I, I won't I worry. Look, that's I have silence. some concerns. I would I love to be anger. able to say I had to have, right? <laughs> I, would love, <laughs> I would love to be able to do something like where I can say, yeah, men only, men only. But what I find, and maybe it's just my mm-hmm. experience in the circles that I roll in, as men don't typically coordinate in such ways unless it's church-based. It's like, I always um, come to the circle and I'd be like, yo, we need to have a, a, a men's group where we bring in individuals from the community and we have therapists basically talk to them about the issues that's impacting them especially with these recent shootings and violence in our neighborhoods and they're like yeah 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 but then it never comes to fruition it's almost like they live in small bubbles for the most part and i just don't know what's so interesting i just understand why we're so tight regarding instead of we don't want to unite like i see women all the time unite i see these big great women movements but I rarely ever see movements that are comparable by men, even in the um, therapy circle, even in the, in the human services circle, even in the, the medical circle, I don't see these things as much. But I definitely see them in, in church settings. But a lot of people aren't into church settings like that for the most part, or they're not gonna get what they need as it pertains to other aspects of domains in a church circle as they seem to be hyper-focused on spirituality and God and what he can bring to you not understanding that God is all and therefore everything that connects to you is somewhat God because it's Mm -hmm. universal. Yeah, I can see that. That's You know, you do have a point and that really makes me think, you know, I don't, I think that we won't ever forever, you know, do the women only because you're right. There is a space that really is needed for men. I think that, you know, we are really missing that piece as a society. Absolutely agree. And I think that that is definitely something that we want to to always keep heat of because the work of my company you know it's all about helping people feel in control of their lives and understand that they have a lot of control to drive their cars of their lives and and really helping people know they're entitled to joy and and it's it's so crazy to me that many people don't think they have a right to feel really happy and joyful about their lives every single day many people don't think that's even a possibility so i think men and women alike do need what we have to bring to the world and you know it won't be a forever thing. I, I, I'm getting that feeling in my heart that it won't be a forever thing because you're absolutely right. Absolutely. All right. In the past, we talked about wellness. Well, with this pandemic, I'm pretty sure it's shifted your definition of what you've done for wellness. What do you do now to be well? You know, 
I spend a lot of time just thinking about how grateful I am of the little things. You know, I, I got so caught up in the sauce, I like to call it, I got lost in the sauce of life because I was so worried about the next step every single day. Okay, great, I got a blog feature, next thing. Okay, got this, got, you know, it was, that's how my life was. And it was like next, next networking event, next event, this and that. And it was like, I couldn't even be happy for anything I did. And it, it always felt like I was behind. So now that I'm being forced to slow down, I'm just grateful for walking outside with the wind blowing in my face and I'm thinking about the fact that, you know, something great happened and I had a great feedback review from something, you know, just simple things. Just being in the moment in a way that I wasn't before. You know, I think that we get in that autopilot sometimes and we forget that life is beautiful in itself. So just, you know, I, I love to just sometimes just walk to the mailbox. I make that a whole journey. And that's something, just walking to the mailbox is a journey for me, you know? So that's kind of just what I've been doing, you know, during the pandemic and really just getting lost in my work, getting mm -hmm. lost in the creativity of it. You know, I love right. what I do. I love designing retreats, creating new concepts. You know, I have companies that reach out to me now that want me to lead virtual retreats for them. And so I'm working on doing those. And it's just been such a beautiful journey and I'm enjoying just the process of it. I'm falling in love with the process. All right, well, I'm glad that you were able to I guess we'll say mutate. No, that's not that's not the right word. <laughs> change, change the way you approach you know, your concept, your agency, and able to adapt. Because I feel a lot of yeah. people haven't been able to adapt or modify what they needed to do in order to accommodate this, for lack of a better word, word, new world old order. Mm, tripping up. Yeah. Drinking too much coffee this morning. <laughs> <clears throat> it's hard that's to a good way to put days. it. You're right. That's a good way to put it, though. The new world order. I mean, really, it is. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I get a little frustrated and that's just, I mean, it's just my honest truth. But I get yeah. a little frustrated when people say, I want to go back to before. I want to go back to normal. I mean, honestly, I think that we won't go back to normal. And I think that the faster that we get over that, we'll never have a true, same, exact normal as before. The sooner right. you get over that and the sooner you focus on the beauty to arise from the new world that we're, because people in the past, they've been through this, different new worlds and they adapt and they adapt, but it seems like we're becoming so um, selfish to the moments of the past that why can't we be so graciously open to the moments of the future? You know what I mean? I don't know, right. that's just me. Oh, I can dig it, I can dig it. I find that the world is quiet, it's more still, and I think that gives me a, a sense of peace. The crazy thing is, while I see therapists and clinicians basically break down because of the pandemic mm -hmm. i seen that it had very little effect on clients because they were already accustomed to a certain state of crisis for lack of a better word mm -hmm. and it's um it's an amazing place to be where the foot is on the other foot i for me as a clinician it gave me a greater appreciation of the client and their resiliency in this world because yeah while i see clients burning out not clients clinicians burning out writing left I have yet to see any significant crises on my client caseload, mm -hmm. with the exception of the stimulus checks, which caused an uptick of addiction behaviors. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's interesting. That's super interesting. Yeah. And I think crazy. as people, we are so resilient. I mean, we are so powerful. Our, our mind, someone said, I forgot who said it to me, but the your mind is the best Apple computer there is. You know, we, we forget just how powerful we are. We're the ones that made the computers, our brains. And so right. I think if we would just be willing to tap into that and just take, I tell, you know, I've been, been um, I guess, assigning hiatuses left and right to people, telling them to take some time, <laughs> just, 
You don't have to be moving every second of the day. Just stop right. for two seconds, you know? And right. you'll be surprised what the silence says to your spirit, what yeah. the silence says to you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's a that's an excellent, excellent point. That's what I found. Um, before the pandemic, I was having an uptick of anxiety. And mm-hmm. after the pandemic, I don't even have to take my medication for it right now. Wow, that's amazing. I know, it's, it's amazing. It is amazing. Um, to some degree, the depression symptoms um, alleviated. It's almost like a certain peace. I guess because the expectation of going, going, going was gone. And I was yeah. forced, like you said, to sit down and be quiet and listen. Um, yeah. like it allowed that. me to see what relationships were, was truly important to me and which ones I yes. needed to let go. You know what I'm Preach. saying? Preach, yes. It, it let me understand what relationships I needed to work on and do better at and which ones I didn't need to give any energy to at all, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and then you realize, you know, you I, I've started to learn things about, you know, my value and what I bring to the world. You know, I've spent time with looking at what does Sabria have mm-hmm. to bring to the world and what, you know, what am I willing to take? What lane do I want to be in? And, right. I, and through, through this pandemic, I've learned how to say no even more because I've been able to yeah, niche no. down more to what is true to what I believe in. You know, right. before this pandemic, I was like, yes, yes, every opportunity, don't turn any opportunities down. Yes, yes, figure it out. But now I'm like, whoa, let me, before we talk, ma'am, let me go back and review what you do. And let me figure out if there's something that fits into our value system as a company. You know, right. I'm able to step back and know if this is going to be my lane or if it's not. And if it's not, I'll kindly recommend people to other people because, you know, my time is valuable and what I deliver is valuable and it needs to be direction. And that was something that I've learned through this pandemic and I'm grateful for, because had I kept doing what I was do- doing, I mm-hmm. honestly think I would have been on a path of destruction. No, no matter yeah, how yeah. successful Project Passport was, it wouldn't have been true to what I wanted it to be. You know what I mean? Right, right. All right. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's a lot. Well, thank you for updating us on Project Passport and the lane that you find yourself in regarding the future of such a great program, even though yeah. it's more focused on women. <laughs> <laughs> for, for now, for now, I think. <laughs> so what, are coming, uh, what upcoming events or t- retreats or trainings or Zooms that, that you have coming up? What's on the menu? Yeah, so I'm actually, I'm dibbled in a lot of things. So the first main thing we're doing is we're offering free mini retreats. So we have women that will book in to our structured mini retreats that we have on our website. So they'll be already set up. So that if it's a purpose retreat or it's productivity, we'll have women, you know, book into those freebie ones. So they're 30 minutes. They're great. They've been filling mm-hmm. up every week. So they're eight feet, eight slots each. And I've been mm-hmm. doing them about every week or every other week. And they filled up every time so far. I think we have one open in all the way in June that has a couple of spots on it. So that one's going well, but we're also offering free mini taster retreats to companies. So companies have actually been reaching out to me, you know, slowly but surely to see mm-hmm. if they can implement wellness in their space. And so what I'll do is we'll offer them kind of a taster test for mm-hmm. their team. And then if they like it, we'll have a package that they'll pay into for an hour or two hours worth of, of things based on what they need. So if they say we need some more work on motivation and productivity and stress management, then we'll put together a private proposal for that company and I'll execute those activities with the team members. Um, it's going so well. I've had one company, they called me back four times to leave retreat. Mm. That's how 
much fun they're having as a team and it's been great um and then another thing we're doing is we're offering you know different pro bono events with causes that mean a lot to me so nami the national alliance on mental illness is very important to me so i love doing freebie events with them so we'll have i'll co-host things with them as well and um, i also i love to provide events to um, there's a homeless uh, facility that we partner with and so we'll provide uh, freebie events to them mm-hmm. and it's very amazing to see them light up and for them to feel excited behind that camera and i'm i'm leading it with their children and the families there so it's great it's wonderful wonderful All so right. yeah that's that's pretty much the gist of what we're doing and, and also we're helping people with their zoom events. so some, some people are contracting me out here and there to help mm-hmm. them facilitate their own wellness events and so I've, I've really pivoted in a, in a beautiful way, I, I believe, you know, honestly. That's what's up. Tell people how to get in contact with Project Passport and how to follow your movement. Yes, you can go to project-passport.com and we are ready and excited to talk to you. Um, you can check out the tab that says go, go virtual and you can see what retreats we have coming up. Like I said, we're pretty booked out for many of them, but we do have a stress retreat. It's a pay-as-you-can model and it's on June 13th. And mm-hmm. then also you can go to at Project Passport LLC, oh, sorry, little at Project Passport LLC on Facebook and on Instagram. All right, all right. Any last words? You know, take this time to do what you do for you. Don't let anybody determine how this time needs to be um, for your life. You know, you don't have to let someone define how you execute this pandemic but let it be something that you'll be proud of when you look back. Let it be something that you will be glad that you did. That's my biggest last piece of words I wanna give to people. Indeed, indeed. Well, thank you today for offering your information regarding your updates on your company, Project Passport, and the movement that you're moving forward, even more focused, even more deliberate for 2020 and on without the presence of men. (laughs) (laughs) but when you say it like that (laughs) no thank you so much i really appreciate it i'm so grateful to be here again and i love more than therapy and i thank you all for all you have done especially um when you did the collaboration with us with nami and doing an amazing prize that people are so happy about so thank you for all that you're doing with more than therapy well thank you and if you haven't already please subscribe to the more than therapy podcast yep 